What is up, guys, and welcome to another Learn Lead Thursday. Hope everyone's why doing the, Why the hell did you just say that? Why did you say it like that? <laughs> I, I don't know. It just rolls off the tongue that way, honestly. <laughs> I don't know. I uh, You get me sidetracked here, man. I hope everyone's staying well. So does Landon. Everyone, obviously, things are things are going differently in everyone else's lives, but we really hope to be a little escape from that. And so we got a great interview with health and wellness guy here, Dr. Ryan Braverman. He's a chiropractor in the Long Island area. And we actually talk about some some controversial things because I know some people like Joe Rogan, they have a lot of controversial things to talk about chiropracting. And we we kind of gauge his his mindset around that. He's an awesome guy. He, he took it really well. And we had such a great conversation. So I really hope you guys like that. Landon, you got anything to say about that? I don't think I could cover anything else. I think you said everything that's necessary for everyone to get a good introduction to this. Best thing I can do is be quiet and let them get into it. Yeah. Hope you guys enjoy and uh, keep giving us feedback, man. The The last episode got a lot of views and we hope to continue to bring value and continue to bring on bigger and bigger guests. So enjoy it, guys. We love you. This is the Learn Lead Podcast with your hosts, Tony V and Landon Arcangelo, coming to you with exclusive access inside the lives of some of the world's most successful leaders. We got Dr. Ryan Braverman joining us today. Dr. Ryan owns Body by Design Wellness Chiropractic in Long Island, New York. He's featured on some major networks such as NBC, ABC, CBS, Fox. He also creates some awesome content on Instagram revolving around mindset and overall health as well. Doctor, really appreciate you coming on. How's everything going today? It's good to be here, man. I'm excited. Awesome. Let's hop right into it. We want to talk a little bit about your chiropractic practice right now. Do you mind giving us some background on yourself and how you started your career? Sure, man. I've been in practice for 12 years now. Um, For me growing up, I played baseball. I was an athlete and um, I got hurt pretty young on and I went pretty deep into the medical model. You know, I ended up having six different surgeries and it, it, it really kind of changed the trajectory of my life. Um, It it was rough. Baseball was everything, you know, plan on getting scholarships to college and then getting into the medical community, I was kind of looked at like a number, uh, just, you know, the next person up, so to speak. So it was surgery, physical therapy, surgery, physical therapy. And, uh, I kind of ended up going in the opposite direction. I was fed up with medicine. I, you know, I didn't even want to be around it anymore. So I hurt myself playing little league. Uh, I was umpiring little league baseball and, uh, I hurt my low back and, I didn't want to go anywhere near a doctor. I was freaked out. I was scared. I thought it would end up in a surgery. And one of my buddies introduced me to his chiropractor and reluctantly I showed up because I was dying. Um, and literally it changed the course of my life. I went there. It was a totally different experience. Opened my mind to, uh, you know, what healthcare should actually be, what doctors should be about. And, um, you know, that's really where it started, man. I, I went to school, opened my own practice out of the gate, and uh, we've been helping patients ever since. How long has that been going on for? 12 years. I've been in practice for 12 years, um, practicing Garden City in Long Island now. 
You know, we help hundreds of people a week. I speak all over the place. We do a lot of community events. Um, I do workshops in my office, out of my office. We do, obviously, we deal with people's physical health, but we talk about nutrition, mental health. We, we have a really well-rounded approach to uh, healthcare. And it's, it's pretty crazy, man. You get to see people literally walk in your office, whether it's pain, suffering, whatever it is, and they get to completely change their life around. And so specifically... What are you doing for your clients, your patients? What's the value that you deliver across the board from as basic as it gets to as complex as it gets? Yeah, I would say we have a really unique approach when someone comes in. Um, We're not a pain-based clinic. So a lot of chiropractic offices, medical offices, physical therapy offices, they're they're very pain-centered. So someone comes in for low back pain, they look at the person's low back and they deal with that one specific thing for the patient. When someone comes to our office, we're looking at the the whole body of work. We sit down with them. My girls go through a pretty extensive health history. We teach them about the human body. Then if there's any further testing that gets needed, orthopedic, neurologic tests, we take x-rays. We do a, a digitization of those x-rays. Then we bring the patient back with members of their family, and I go over everything with them. So I literally teach them how to read the results of their own tests so they're comfortable making healthcare decisions not just making healthcare decisions because I tell them to but because they're empowered to and then when they're able to do that we really walk them through the health process so it starts out physical in nature where we get them moving again we start strengthening them but then we start talking about nutrition so we address the chemical aspect of what they're putting in their body and then we go over mindset things to make sure they're they're making mental shifts as well. I guess when I sit back and 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 I look at the industry as a whole, and and I haven't personally ever been to a chiropractor, and I'm sure people listening, some have been, some haven't. I don't feel like we'd be doing this conversation justice if we didn't give a little bit of pushback um, about some of the naysayers of your industry. Is there anything you want to say before you know we kind of talk about that? Is there any initial experience that you have with pushback and and just the conflicts that you've faced in your career so far? Oh, yeah, man, for sure. I mean, literally, I mean, everyone has a story about someone they know that went to a chiropractor that, that it didn't work or they were worse. And I think one of the biggest things that chiropractors actually do wrong is they get offended by that. See, it doesn't necessarily offend me at all. I mean, for the, for the fact of the matter is a patient may have gone through a bad situation or someone they know may have gone through a bad situation. The first step is really understanding where the patient's coming from and then walking them through a journey. And in my office, again, we don't accept every patient that walks through the door. We go through a very unique process from the evaluation part that makes sure it's safe for them to be in my office. And then if that's the case, then we proceed. So are you familiar with the Joe Rogan podcast at all? Yeah, I, and I and I heard uh, he trashed chiropractors pretty bad. I'm not even sure what he said, um, but I know a lot of people in my world are pretty upset about it. So there's a quote that he says on there, and it's it goes something along the lines of the concepts of chiropractic, chiropractic. I don't know if that's the right pronunciation, sure, yeah, but they're it. not. It's not based on solid science, and its therapeutic value has not been demonstrated beyond reasonable doubt. I, that's not that doesn't reflect my feelings or, sure. or Tony's feelings, but. What's your response to that? 
Yeah, it's it's really funny. I'm not sure where he could have made that um, that claim from. It's it's really quite the opposite. I mean, there's a lot of scientific research that shows very definitively the impact that chiropractic has on the human body, human structure, and then the definitive outcomes it has. I mean, if he's looking for like double blind placebo studies. I mean, those don't even happen in the, in the vaccination world, let alone most of medicine in general. So I'm not sure, you know, again, how he can infer or reference that. I mean, again, I've been doing what I've been doing for literally 12 years. I've seen thousands of people. We just, <laughs> I just brought home binders of testimonials from my office because they were just get, becoming too cumbersome to keep here in the office of, of what we do works. So it's unfortunate, man. And in fact, what I do, the the specific subset of chiropractic that I do very specifically in my office is something called chiropractic biophysics, which is based upon the structure of the body. So again, because of the way we evaluate people in my office, we're actually physically looking at their x-rays. We're not guessing. And then when you can make structural biomechanical changes, the results in people's bodies both objectively and subjectively are pretty astounding. These changes that you're making, are these permanent changes or is it a sense of where you make this change and, you know, so-and-so walks out the door and then has to come back a month later to get readjusted? Is it a, is it an ongoing relationship or is it other times where things get fixed and it's, it's fixed forever, essentially? That's a great question, man. So I, I would say I'll answer that from, from both sides of it. First and foremost, uh, I tell this to patients when they walk through my door, one of the biggest gaps that most chiropractors don't bridge for the patient is it's not just what happens in my office, it's what happens outside of my office as well. So let me expound on that. When someone comes to my office, we're going to do, we're going to adjust their spine, right? We need to get into that. I can do that. We're going to do in-office exercises and spinal retraining. But if I fail to give the patient things to go home with, reinforcement exercises to do, biomechanical shifts in their work ergonomics, ways to sleep, nutritional advice to bring down their inflammation levels, if I fail to do that, then I'm making no long-term lasting change for them. It would be analogous to the personal trainer that's like, hey, meet me at the gym three days a week. And then, yeah, I mean, whatever you do on your own, that's, that's your business. I, I was a personal trainer. I used to work for Equinox. Um, so I make a lot of what I do in my office today analogous to personal training. It's just a, it's a, a gap that gets missed. And if you don't arm somebody with what they need to do outside of your office, then yeah, man, there's, there's no permanent fixes in life for anything. Do you see chiropractic practices doing things the wrong way? And, and if so, what should people steer clear from? Yeah, I, I'm not going to sit here and say the wrong way um, because I think there's something out there for everyone. Um, and, and people look for different things. I mean, there are some people that just go to the chiropractor or any other doctor for pain relief in the moment. And that's fine. There's, a, there's a, definitely a, a body of doctors out there that serves that group. For me, in my office, I'm looking to help someone make long-term permanent changes, not just physically, but chemically with what they put in their body 
and then mentally how they think about their body and how they approach life and health. So it just really depends on the end user, which is the customer or the patient. And I, I guess the reason why I asked that question, and I probably should have quoted this before I asked that question. I, there's a study that was conducted in 2016. It was a federal audit. And the study concluded that more than 80% of Medicare payments to chiropractors were for medically, quote unquote, unnecessary procedures, whatever that may be. And 100% of treatments were unnecessary after the first 30 my interpretation of that is, well, what is unnecessary procedures, first of all? And, and you know, I just wanted to see if you had any input on that study. If you've heard of that study, I sure. just read yeah. it a couple of days ago. So, yeah, sure. So, um, how do I address this? So, let me, let me just say this. A lot of doctors that rely on health insurance for their, for their living play in the health insurance world. Health insurance is not there, right, to take care of someone's health. It's it's meant for emergency care, right? So it's really meant that if something's going on, to go there, take care of that thing. And that thing might be pain. It might be decreased function. And after that period of time, it's then the patient's obligation to take care of their wellness. So a lot of doctors get caught up in overbilling or overcharging health insurance because they, they they want the the health insurance to pay for everything forever and that's not how health insurance is designed or the system would go bankrupt in general does that make sense absolutely absolutely and again when, when you educate the patient hey listen your health insurance is going to cover acute care that's probably going to be 6 8 12 visits but once we get you to a better place, listen, if you want to still correct this thing, which takes a little bit longer, and then if you want to maintain this thing, that's something you're going to have to invest in. And if you explain it to the patient correctly, the patient is more than happy to invest in their health. They just have to understand what's going on, right? Why you're doing it and what the benefit is for them. So I was looking uh, on on your Instagram Sure. Just scrolling through and uh, consuming some of your content, and I saw that there's uh, there's one post saying that the uh, the adjustments that you do could boost immune systems by about two hundred percent. Do you mind diving into that because that seemed really interesting? Yeah, sure. So immune function and chiropractic care. There was a study. I'm, I can't quote the study specifically, and nor can I quote exactly what year it was done. But it talked about spinal manipulation. It was actually done by an osteopath and so not done by a chiropractor, but manipulation of the spine increased white blood cell count. And when you increase white blood cell count, that's an immune booster. So there's an indirect relationship between spinal adjustments and immunity. Makes sense. Cool. So now where do you see the industry as a whole heading towards with technology being a huge factor, obviously? Yeah, I I wouldn't say, you know, chiropractic is a hands-on approach. So it's not like you know, in the restaurant industry where computers are replacing people. Um, what what I've used technology for in my office is certainly as far as being diagnostically efficient. What I mean by that is when someone comes in now, I could take an x-ray of their spine and I can digitally analyze it. Whereas back in the day, five years ago, you had to get the film and, you know, I can turn that stuff around to a patient very, very quickly. 
something else I do in my office that I think is very unique is not only do I analyze the x-rays in my office, I actually pay a third-party radiologist to make sure they look over the x-rays for things like bone infection, cancer, things that are more ominous. I'm very, very thorough. So I want to make sure, again, it is safe for the patient to get started in my office. That's on the diagnostic end. As far as on the treatment end, in my office, we have high-intensity laser therapy. We have spinal decompression. We have cervical spine remodeling. We have shockwave therapy. So there's a lot of stuff from that perspective on the therapeutic healing aspect that we utilize for our patients to get well. Yeah, I can imagine it, it can only really enhance your practice. And so now that you talk about how it's a obviously a hands-on practice, how's the coronavirus affecting business? Yeah, I mean, listen, anytime you have anything like this, especially here in New York where, where it's so prevalent, people are in a fear-based mindset. So obviously patients are not going to come in as frequently as they otherwise would. We've also spread visits out to make sure we're, you know, adhering to and abiding by and making people, people feel comfortable with social distancing. I mean, in my office, we're disinfecting, we're cleaning, we have, I, uh, every other night we have someone come into the building, totally disinfect the office with this. I don't even know what it is, man. They like literally like laser spray the office. So, um, you know, I'm keeping in touch with my patients. We're providing them content on Instagram or reaching. I personally made about 200 phone calls today making sure everyone was doing okay, making sure they're doing their home exercises, making sure they're eating well, seeing if they need any support, any help, anything for me that I could provide for them. And that's a perfect segue into what I was going to ask next. What are some tips you can give our listeners who are a bit nervous about their health? What can they do to try and prevent them from, from, from getting sick or you know contracting or getting this coronavirus? Yeah, man, I think, and I'm going to do... As soon as this thing lets up and settles down, uh, I'm going to be having a big, big seminar. Um, at the end of the day, people need to be empowered when it comes to their health and feel as though they have more in their control than they might realize today. See, I, I know and I hear the numbers constantly reported and I, and I see the, the fact that people are dying and I understand this is a serious virus. But an overwhelming majority of people that are suffering and that have died are really fall into two groups, elderly and immunocompromised. You can't do anything about the age aspect, right? But what you can do is make sure you are as healthy as possible every single day. See, like, like for myself and my family, we don't, we don't abide by the, the theory like, we're fine until we get sick and then let's do something about it. I mean, every single day for myself, my wife, my two sons, like we, we are very active when it comes to our health. We're actively fighting sickness and disease, right? From our morning approach to what we eat, what we put in our body, what we do exercise wise. I mean, it's a constant focus, not just in times like this, but every single day, seven days a week. And I, and I love the mindset that you bring into it. So now I want to ask, like, when and why did you decide to get into that, that mindset and the overall health game on social media? Yeah, man, I just think people need to know. Uh, I think people are, are disillusioned that health comes in a pill, a potion, a bottle, 
someone in a white coat. Um, and I don't think that's fair. I mean, that, that puts people again in a fear mentality that puts people, you know, uh, reliant on somebody else, you know, and I don't think it should be that way. I think there's so much empowerment when you know, you can control yourself. And that's the truth. I mean, it's not, I'm all about mindset. I mean, I, I do mindset stuff every single day. I, I believe in, in personal improvement, all that stuff. And I practice it and I preach it, but I think there's something to be said when you feel as though you can control health on your terms, you don't have to live worried. You don't have to live scared that something's going to happen to you. You, you live in, in that mindset. You're living at the effect of life instead of at the cause. I've seen you on NBC, ABC, Fox, some major networks. What is it about Dr. Ryan that separates you from the crowd of, of, of other chiropractors out there in this world? Um, man, I don't, again, I, it's not, it's not me versus anybody else. Uh, I've just, I have a drive to make sure people know what they can do when it comes to health and wellness. I, I think I, I've been given a gift where not only can I help people from a physical perspective, but I can also, I've been given a gift that I can actually get out there and speak and teach and empower people. To again, let them know that health is within their control. It's within their grasp. They just need some tools and they just need someone that's willing to get out there and talk about it. So uh, the TV thing was awesome. It was a really cool experience, man. I got to travel the country. Um, I got to talk about a book that I wrote, but it was, uh, it was fun, man. The hardest part was being away from the family though. <laughs> that definitely understandable. Are you now leaning more towards the coaching and mentorship people as your career goes on? <laughs> it's, it's, fun. it's funny you say that. Um, I was actually reading a, a book about that earlier today. And, um, you know, I, I love that, you know, I have a team in my office and I love teaching, motivating, empowering people. I also, uh, help and coach and mentor some young doctors and business entrepreneurs. So I do love that. Um, I don't think I'll ever step out of my office. Cause I have a love for that as well, but I, I can, I can definitely see how the, the two will continue to grow synergistically. I noticed you said young doctors, right? So can you define the difference between Dr. Ryan, the chiropractor, and then a, you know, a medical doctor, what's the difference there? You both have the same title of doctor in front of your name. What is that? How does that differ? So our audience can kind of get a feel for that. Sure, sure, sure. So, um, I mean, and this doesn't go like chiropractor versus medical doctor because a, a chiropractor can be very similar to that of a medical doctor or they can be very different. Um, I would say the a medical doctor, a traditional medical doctor, their modality of care, like the way they, they actually take care of their patients is typically through medication or potentially of a surgery or you know, maybe an injection. And I'm not saying any of those things are wrong. I, I want to be very clear with that. I think there's a time and a place for every single one of those things. And I have patients that are medical doctors. I have friends that are medical doctors, um, some good friends that are medical doctors. So I don't want to position that as a wrong thing. I would just say as a chiropractor and me being a chiropractor, that I just look for a more holistic approach to getting someone better. And there are medical doctors out there that do that. 
but traditional medicine, you know, that we've accustomed to growing up seeing, um, is typically, you know, you go to the doctor, you tell them what's going on. They typically have you leave with a prescription for something to try. Um, in my office, we're really trying to see, okay, what's going on in this person's life? Where are they coming from? What are they doing? And then how can we take a three-pronged approach physically, chemically, mentally, and emotionally to help them get everything they want out of life? Nice. I like that. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I remembered this because uh, yesterday I was having a little bit of back pain and I experienced just a, a little bit of back pain because I'm, uh, I'm always sitting down and stuff like that. So I decided to sleep on the floor. Is that something that you would – Is how, what are the, the impacts of that? And does, does it sleeping on the floor help on those kind of hard surfaces? Does it help readjust the back at all? Yeah, it's, it's so funny, man, because like, I hear that so often. I'm like, wow, you know, where'd that come from? I think it was just a, a very, very old school thought. And here's the principle behind it. What happens typically when someone has back pain, they typically wake up with it in a lot of cases. And they're like, man, my bed is killing me. And some of the reasons are is because maybe the bed is old, there's no more support in that bed, or they slept on the couch and the couch didn't have support. So then sleeping on the floor provides more support because it's harder, but it doesn't actually solve the problem. It, it might in the short term, but sleeping on the floor in the long term is definitely not going to be a good thing for your back. You want, you want to make sure you have a good sleep surface. Do you have any advice overall for anybody listening in regards to what you do, some things that everybody can be doing in their lives that's a little bit better to for overall health, overall wellness, joints, everything. I mean, I don't want to get too broad, I guess. I don't mean to ask the question too broad, but is there any outstanding advice that you can give if, if, if someone can take something away and implement it in their life today to improve their health, you know, joints, whatever that may be? What, does that, am I hitting any, any yeah, chords yeah. there? You got to move. You know, we live in a society right now Again, I'm here in New York, so I would say major cities, it's the worst. People are working all day, every day. I think Tony Robbins said it best. He's like, people, you know, leave their square house to get in their square car, to 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 sit in front of a square, to, you know, it's just like we're we're just we're sitting and we're stagnant all day long. That's not really ever how we were meant to be. I mean, you know. Our, our forefathers weren't sitting around all day long. So the lack of motion in our society has created a massive stress effect on our spine, and on our nervous system, because it weakens down our core. And if our core is weak, our spine is going to be weak. And whether you believe in chiropractic or not, spine is the, is the core and the center of everything. And if that starts to become weak and is rigid and not moving, it just, it starts to die over time and, and it leads to pain. It leads to other organ dysfunction. I mean, it just leads to a whole big problem. So movement is really the key to life. I always tell people, my patients, you know, in the office, outside the office, what's the only difference between the ocean and a swamp? I mean, right. Things in the ocean are living. Things in a swamp are dead. It's the motion and the movement of the water. So you got to move. If I could say one thing to people, you got to move. So what is, what is Dr. Ryan's training regimen look like? Yeah, man. Uh, so, and, and, I'll, and I'll, and I'll, I'll out myself a little bit. Sometimes I don't always practice what I preach. I work out seven days a week. Um, I try to keep it to six, but, um, I do cardio. I do low impact light cardio. So whether it's a stair machine or, or an elliptical, or I will push a sled 
Uh, and then I'll do some weight training. Uh, I typically do 20 to 30 minutes of weight training and I do some kind of core stability, man. And then, um, I'll always finish it off with steam room, sauna, and some stretching. What is to come for Dr. Ryan? Uh, for me, man, again, you know, after an epidemic like this or pandemic, um, it just, it just, there's even more of a need for people to understand what health is. So I'm going to be out there as soon as this thing lets up, we're going to be speaking a lot. Um, in fact, I actually just am finishing putting the touches on this thing called the original church wellness program, where I'll be speaking and teaching you know, people inside church congregations, how to be healthy, live healthy, honor their body, honor God. Uh, but just really speaking, man, really speaking and teaching people about health. And then, you know, just, just showing people that they control more than they think they do. Your passion for what you do is inspiring. And, and how can our guests follow you? How can they get in contact with you? Some social handles, maybe some emails, whatever you, whatever you want to put out there for our, for our guests to, to, to latch on to you. Cool. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, my Instagram is Dr. Ryan. So it's D R underscore underscore R Y A N underscore underscore. And then my website is we care about health.com. We care about health.com. And what's cool about the website, man, is I, I nutrition's a, a popular, a popular thing. Everyone loves it on my, on my website. We care about health.com. You go to the resource center and then in there, there's a recipe section every week or two weeks. We're putting up new recipes in a bunch of different sections. We put up a ton of stuff in the resource center. You don't have to be a member. You don't have to be a patient. Anyone can utilize that stuff, man. You can just share it. And again, my, my goal is to uh, just spread the word about this thing. So if people want to reach out to me via the website, on my Instagram, I'm more than happy to answer any questions. You could private message me. Anything anyone needs help with out there, um, more than happy to uh, you know lend a hand. Well, thanks so much for uh, giving us your time to come on and teach us a little bit more about it. Just really give us an insight into your mind and the way it works and your passions and your goals. Like Landon said, it really is inspiring. So with that being said, guys, go follow him. He's got some great value. I follow him and I, uh, I listen to him every day. He's really cool. He's got really good stuff on there. And uh, more than interactive as well. So everyone have a great day and go crush it. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. tuning in to the learn lead podcast where you get to own your life stay tuned for our future guests coming soon make sure to like and subscribe